Yo, 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 this is Jay from the Mad Good Nick Show coming back to you with my Mad Quick Thoughts podcast. Uh, It's one of those things where you just obviously don't have enough time to get together with the guys, but you still have some quick thoughts that you want to get out of your system. Either way, what's up, guys? It's been a minute. Um, First off, I want to get it off my chest. I really, really, really like Kevin Knox. I like uh, his comments, a lot of the things that he's saying. He's saying like all the right things to tickle a New York Knicks fans uh, fancy. So, uh, you know, now his recent conversations, you know, where he's been in the media talking about how he truly does believe that the Knicks can make it, let's say, as an eight seed being part of the Eastern Conference, um, you know, something as minimal, 35 wins. I could see it. I've seen it in the past. Um, I remember at a point in time where the Eastern Conference, it was that week, 35, 34, 37 wins. It gets you into the playoff spot. Um, I'm not saying that's optimal. I'm not saying that's exactly what I want to see, but it's one of those things where it's like a win is a win. Once you're in the playoffs, you really don't know what can happen, especially we've seen the New York Knicks in the eighth seed take it all the way to the chip. Of course, we lost to a an amazing team in the Spurs. Freaking Hall of Fame players there, Hall of Fame coach. Uh, so you can't be upset at that. But I, I like what he's saying. I enjoy what Kevin Knox is saying. I I do want him to play during the regular season because the competition that he's going to be facing there is going to be completely different. So I do want to see him interact there on a more, uh, you know, night to night and see if he has what I like to say. Hashtag consistency. Because that is the number one thing, especially being in the NBA. Yes, you, you know, become an amazing player, hopefully, or you develop uh, and, you know, you're one of the few players to enter the league. There's what, maybe 400 players in the, uh, in the association, but you have to essentially start all over again and get to a certain point that, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say, I like Kevin Knox, his attitude, his approach at the end of the day. That's all I'm really trying to say with uh, with Kevin, with, with K-Knox, with K-Knox. Um, you know, it's I love the things as well that Fizdale's been saying, um, and he's really encouraging Knox to go out there and be aggressive, especially in the beginning part of the season where we know we will be without Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, you know, it makes most sense. So hopefully by the time KP comes back, you know, Kevin Knox is like, yo, I've been here. I've been doing this. What's up, my brother? Let me, uh, <laughs> let's finally do this together in <laughs> tandem. Um, but something else, something else to talk about super duper quick. Um, we do know Frank Nilakina does look like he's projected to be starting at point guard. And, um, you know, I'm one of the few guys on the show that I think I'm, I'm very much I'm a fan of the issue that we have. I'm a fan of, you know, obviously having a lot of the point guards um, because it creates at least an atmosphere if you approach it correctly in theory of healthy competition. And it's supposed to bring out the best in everyone individually. I do think uh, we can see some possible amazing things from Trey Burke this upcoming season. We saw him, you know, light up the garden at times. And uh, hopefully Frank Milikina going into his second season, we do think see some things where, you know, he's hopefully developed. Um, I think it makes the most sense him being in the starting lineup, hopefully setting the tone defensively. Um, because defense is something that, you know, at, at 
we we honestly still do lack it. Uh, we have Cantor in the paint. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have Cantor in the paint. But other than that, what? Maybe Courtney Lee in the perimeter. Lance Thomas when he comes off the bench. That, you know, people that, you know, value defense. Um, so I think, you know, Frank Nilakina would be amazing to have in the starting unit with his defense being able to go ahead and set that tempo. Um, And I think with someone like Trey Burke, I love the potential that he still has. Um, And it looks like he's finding his, you know, his swag back. I think he's had it back for a little bit now after uh, being recalled back from the G League. But I do see more so the... uh, advantage of having Trey Burke in that second unit because that you do have then some firepower and Trey Burke is someone that you know is great at being able to penetrate and then being able to potentially dish or finish at the basket Um, so having him as a focal point of that second unit I think works and best for us as a team and and the best for him too in terms of his usage I I think obviously he can blend in doesn't matter with who with the first or the second unit but I think in terms of a need it makes the most sense um, to have him in that second unit because offensively we need some of that firepower and I think Trey Burke can definitely and consistently provide that um and then of course obviously knowing that KP is out and and seeing the the team that we have we do have some amazing people still on our team and whatnot um you know like your Tim Hardaway Jr's uh Cantor re-opted in and decided to come back for the season and whatnot um but it, I, I do expect us to still be realistically a, a lottery team, and that's no disrespect uh, to our team because I don't see effort being an issue whatsoever. And hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll own up to it. It is what it is. I want this team to, if anything, outdo some of my projections and whatnot, but... I see us being a lottery team, being a lottery team. I don't think it's ever too early to start looking at some of the the possibilities that we have. Um, I think one of my wants and someone I've been talking about for a very, very, very long time and people that know me can attest to this is Zion Williamson. But I mean, he is like top tier talent. I I don't think we would be maybe top three, top five. Um, I do see us maybe high lottery pick. So I don't think I see us anywhere in in that top three, top five again. Um, So I don't see Zion Williamson being a realistic possibility um, in landing to the Knicks, uh, but some people that could be realistic for us, uh, Quentin Grimes, um, 6'4", shooting guard, 204 pounds at the uh, McDonald's All-American game. He did 14 points uh, as well with six assists, one block and one rebound in 19 minutes, which is amazing. I mean, he is well committed to Kansas University and he was ranked, I believe, eighth overall coming out of high school uh, for the ESPN Top 100 for the uh, class of 2019. So I think someone like that, that that's amazing. Um, and I think he's a true possibility of someone that we could land, as well as um, Keldon Johnson. Is uh, He decided to go to a, a location that I think we recognize, uh, Oak Hill Academy. I can ring a few names off from there, uh, where it's Kevin Durant, uh, all-time great Nick, Carmelo Anthony, Rajon Rondo, Quinn Cook. Uh, some of the individuals that attended 
that academy. Uh, he's 6'6", 205 pounds, and the kid is a beast, beast, beast in the paint. Um, so he's someone that is realistic as well. And someone that could potentially fold out just due to the fact that he's playing with amazing, amazing talents like RJ Barrett, like Zion Williamson. These are his fellow teammates. I think someone like Cam Reddish, the fact that we do need still a a solid future uh, starting to guard. Um, someone like him, I think he's an altering franchise player. I think he's potentially realistic um, that he could maybe land, depending where we land, uh, of course, in the lottery. Um, but these are some of the few players. Please, you know, take take the opportunity and uh, tune in during the college basketball season to see some of these players, uh, because I guarantee you some of these names are going to be future Knicks. Again, it's never too early to begin speaking on these things, and uh, it's going to be perfect footage for me to edit and then play it back to you a while from now. And then you'll be like, damn, Jay was right. Damn, damn, damn. I should have followed Mad Good Nick Show. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, again, it was mad quick thoughts. I just wanted to get some things off my chest, uh, some thoughts that I had for the day and whatnot uh, with some stuff that I've seen out there and some stuff that I've been reading, coming across and whatnot. Um, hopefully, if you guys tuned in into the interview that we uh, did with Tim Hardaway Jr., um, it was awesome catching up with him. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune in, tune in. We're going to have some awesome episodes and a kick-ass season three coming your way. Later, guys.